0: You are now tuned in to the Family Man Podcast. This is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Say hi, Mrs. Smith.
1: Hey, everyone.
0: This podcast touches on the trials and tribulations of maintaining a healthy relationship while raising a family in this day of age. Our first episode is The Breakup After The Breakup. Mrs. Smith?
1: All right, so the first thing I want to touch on is why do people keep going back after the breakup? Why? Mm-hmm.
0: the kids love so, it goes too
1: so for the sake of the kids and love Yep. so why break up to begin with
0: <sighs> difficulties um, constant fighting
1: so as a man who has raised multiple children yep. with your ex in many years. Can you tell us what that is like?
0: The relationship part or raising it?
1: Having the relationship while raising your kids.
0: <sighs> um, stressful. I think the, the small windows that you get for happiness between the two of you is, is very golden. But it's very limited and it might not be enough to keep that relationship afloat. Because there's so much requirements that it takes between a mother and a father to nurture these kids and to nurture them right. And I mean right and correctly where they're getting the love from the mother and they're getting the love from the father. But that also is demanding. And it, it is also um, it's hard because when you're giving that affection and the nurturing and the love to those children, you're basically drained when it comes to your, your partner. You know what I mean? So one when, when and it's always if, if we're putting if if we are putting the kids first, then they're getting all that off the jump that you have once you wake up. All that love. When the kids run to your bed, they get it automatically. Boom. You know what I mean? By the time they're out the door and then it's 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 end of the day and, and, and all of that. You hop back in that bed at night, all that could be drained. All that can be done with. It. And they're just getting the The corner end of the tank. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say that (laughs) because I I like saying that. You know what I'm saying? But
1: but that took a toll on the relationship, which caused you guys to break up. But then you keep trying to go back. Why is that? It's for the sake of the kids at that point? Or is...
0: (sighs) For the sake of the kids, if, if you ever... If you've loved your kids right in a relationship between the mother and father, if both of them are good parents, let's just say that. If they're good parents, <clears throat> like you cannot question their motherhood. You cannot question their fatherhood. To see the look on your children's faces with their mother and father together, that 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 could be, it might not be the right reason to try again, but it can be a reason worth it. Only because, especially if, if there was, if you feel like there was those little small windows of golden moments was worth it. Then yeah, you would try again
1: for the sake of the kids.
0: For the sake of the kids, or just maybe those those small windows were were worth it, and you 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 you'd gamble on maybe having more of those golden moments. The only thing is, is I believe if you came back after a breakup, you would have to make sure that you re re wrong your rights. That's how you say it. That's no, that came out wrong. Right your wrongs is what I meant. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Well, I I obviously I don't agree with you when it comes to the sake of the children, to keep trying and keep getting back together because I feel that if you're putting your happiness aside to be with someone just because you have kids, like what are you teaching them? You know right? Yeah. That to me, for the sake of the children. Showing them that, listen, we're going to work this out. Although we're not happy and it doesn't work, we're doing it for you guys. Then that will create a toxic environment because you're forcing yourself with someone. And it's not really where you want to be, but because of the kids are doing it. And I think that for the sake of the kids, if that is the case, you guys will separate and be two happy people separated for the sake of the kids. So, I, you know, I don't agree on that one. But in today's day and age, it seems to be the common trend in relationships. People are faking it until they make it, right, Mm -hmm. for the kids. But I don't think that that's a legit reason to keep going back and trying it again and trying it again. But obviously, this podcast is about relationships while maintaining a family, and that is a cause of many families trying to make it work which then creates this toxicity.
0: Right. So either way your your either way your kids are going to get hurt. It just depends on do you want to show them right? Do you want to show them do you want to show them fake happiness? Right? right. That that your mother and father can do it? or do you want to give them the hurt of breaking up but then both of you independently being happy which eventually will make them happy down down the road.
1: Yes. Right? Yeah, I like So that. it's yeah. Which brings us into the next topic, um is it toxic or not toxic to keep trying? What if you guys don't see the value in being independent to separate people and you just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying? What it does that become a toxic situation? What do you think about that? <sighs>
0: Is it toxic to keep trying? Is that yeah. the question? Um, that's that's hard for me because consistency would intrigue somebody. You know what I mean? If even if it's toxic, the the in, being intrigued by someone that won't give up, that alone will will you know what I mean? Even if it's it, it is toxic, if that person sees something and he he or she knows it, that's toxic for them. But if they are consistent. Continually consistent rejection, 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 and consistent consistent they will be intrigued. why is this person? I know that person's toxic for me, or well, why do they keep trying for why there must be something right
1: I like that view, but to me, I think it is toxic yeah because if it didn't work out the first time, what's gonna make it work the second, the third, the fourth like there's a reason why you keep breaking up and what are you teaching? your your kids like what what is the theme that's going on here you know what i mean i people can argue that it will teach them you know never give up on your family but you're teaching them an unhealthy pattern in a relationship i i think it it becomes toxic because then what are the breakups about right like what what magnitude does it come to for you guys to break up and does it get worse when you break up again Right. And again, and how often, you know, I can't imagine that if you keep trying, the breakup becomes even more prevalent. Like it's, it's an option always on the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So to me, I think it is toxic because it's too many times to keep doing it.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: So you want to move on to the next topic? Um, Mr. Smith?
0: Yes, Mrs. Smith. We can move on to the next subject.
1: When do you know it's over?
0: All right, when do we know it's over? All right, off the bat, I will go with communication. If you cannot communicate with your partner at all, if you cannot hold a conversation, a cordial, civil conversation, if you cannot speak to each other without cussing each other out, that is a flag. That is a sign that, hey, this might be done. If you can't sit down and say, hey, what is it? And then you're just like, oh, my God. And, And you know what I mean? And it starts like that, and you guys start swearing with each other, that is a sign. That is a sign that it is over. What so do you think? So
1: no communication. If you have no communication, no
0: communication. Not no no communication is different than not communicating. Like if you can communicate, and it's just bland, like hey, what are you doing today? Oh, nothing. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye. That that's a that's a that's communicating, right? But if you can't communicate, if you go hey, what are you doing today? You know what the fuck I'm doing today? If it's like that, that it starts. You know what I mean? Right. That is a toxic communication. Like y'all can't even speak together. That is a sign that hey. There's hatred already before you even, before your words come out your mouth. There's already like, go ahead and say that fucking word, motherfucker. I'm going to cuss you out. You know what I mean? That 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 right there is toxic. That means they're already ready to gun for you before you even open your mouth. <clears throat> before you open your mouth. But that right there is a sign. Another red flag for me is the sex. If the sex is not there. If you're not willing to... to Make your woman feel sexy, right? If the woman's not willing to make the man feel sexy, lingerie, uh, you buying flowers, bringing them out, spontaneous dates, spontaneous dinners, um, finding time—that's that's another huge thing. Finding time between um, taking care of a, a family is very hard, especially at a young age. Um, if the sex is gone, that that can lead them to to go somewhere else, right?
1: Right, and that's when you know that. That's the end of the relationship if you have to go outside your relationship to find that right. aspect. Right. But one thing is prevalent is that when a woman goes looking for it outside the relationship, we're not looking for sex. We're looking for love.
0: Right. And when a man goes out from from a man's perspective, we're looking just for the sex. Right. And right. and I, I, I'll say that because I am a man. If If you're not getting it at home, you're going to get it outside in the street. But we're not looking for love because love's inside the house. You know what I mean? That's how we see it. We're like, nah, my love is here. But if we're not, get, if I'm not getting sex from her, then I just go find sex. But, but the woman's per- perspective is when they go, they're looking for
1: the lack of love, the lack like, of love and affection. Because right? we don't get it at home, we're gonna go look at somewhere else. And unfortunately, we go out there with a heart on our sleeves. You know what I mean? That's why it's dangerous when a woman goes out there looking for it. Right. But why not make the relationship over at that point? Why is it that going outside the relationship while still being in a relationship, why is that not something to end the relationship? Okay,
0: so that's easy to say because we already gave the two perspectives. The man goes out to get sex, right? Mm -hmm. The woman goes out to get love and affection. If the man is going out just to get sex, his love and affection is home, even though that, that, that he's not getting the sexual aspect of it. That love and affection is home. So that's the reason why he comes back home. For some, I'm I'm I can't speak for all cause some 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 men are you know what I mean? Maybe maybe they are just going out there for sex and they they're just like whatever. But from different perspectives, right? That love and affection is home. Now when the woman goes, why why that's the reason for me why the man won't cut that right there. Cause my love and affection is still here. Maybe you're not giving it to me right in the bed and I'm gonna go find that you know what I mean, whatever the reason is, you don't do a certain position or you don't do a certain sexual act, I'm going to go get it outside. I'm coming back home for the love and affection. If she leaves, why doesn't she cut it? If she's willing to go and say, you know what, you're not giving me that love and affection I want and I'm going to go get it outside, why won't she cut it there? What? what What is the reason? Because the man is not is not cutting it because he's he's still, you know what I mean, clarifying that, that the love and affection is home. For her, she's like, nah, it's not here no more, so I'm going to go get it somewhere else.
1: Well, I think there's many aspects to that. One, we're looking for the courage to leave you. It won't happen overnight because we're not going to go and put all our eggs in one basket to one man we might have met and started having sex with. Until we find the security in another man, we will continue to come back home until we find something solid. And then we'll get the strength to leave you. So that whole time she's out there, it's because we're planning to leave you. No. That's one, for, for a woman. Two, we already feel ashamed that we're going out there and having to find it elsewhere. We already feel our lowest insecurity. And we're going out there to find it, to find it in someone else. To come back home to your family and look at your children and feel like you're failing them because you're not enough for your husband or your man or whatever at home. That alone can just make you scared to make, you know, any drastic decisions. So we'll keep coming back and be miserable and be unhappy. But just so you know, if we do find something outside the relationship, we're planning and plotting the end of this relationship yeah. the whole time.
0: Right. So then the, the 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 world just comes tumbling on the man's head while she's plotting in. right?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Shitty end of the stick to the right? man. Right, yep. Yeah. Right, right.
1: And I just wanted to, because you touched on, uh, you know, when do you know it's over and sex, communication. Yep. And one that I like to touch on is bringing the worst out of each other. Right. That's when you know it's over. Like when you're, all you're doing is bringing the worst out of your partner instead of building and, and growing them. Yep. That's when you know that that is at a toxic point in your life that you can give no... I don't want to say fucks, but you don't give a fuck about that person anymore Yeah, because you're only coming to each other to rile them up or start an argument or belittle them. And I'm better than you. And I gave you everything. This is the life that I provided you. And it can go both ways. A woman to a man and a man to a woman, you know? And I think that that at that point, that's a sign that you guys are done.
0: Right. And um, I, I want to touch on that because um, while giving all your 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 everything in you your affection your love your soul to your kids, then you're trying to find out what you can do for each other. The love and affection for you as my partner, right? Where where do you def- where do you find time for yourself for you as a man? Where do you find time for yourself for you as a woman? How do you know that you know what I mean? How can you build yourself? Because ultimately. If you're not happy with yourself, you'll never be happy with your partner. Right? When you're young and you start a family, you haven't even found yourself. You're still young. You know what I mean? For, for for parents that start families at 20, 22, 23, you're still a kid at that time. You know what I mean? You're 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 still like high schoolish stage. You're nowhere near you're not even you don't know who you are. You don't know what you want to be. You know what I mean? You just know that what you need to do for this family to survive. And that's what you're doing. And you're giving your love from, from what you taught from your families and all that. You're trying with each other. But how do you find yourself? And when do you find time to find yourself? How do you find time in that? When you have a full fed uh, a full family, Like it, it, it is not easy to try to find time to find who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? And how do you tell your partner? Because like, ultimately, that's up to you for you to work on. So you got to be selfish at one point. You got to block them out, including your kids, and be like, look. You're evolving, right? You, you're like, look, in order for me to, to, to make us better and my kids better, I got to find out who the fuck I am. You know what I'm saying? And once you find that, and if one of you finds that, let, let's just say one of you do find that and one, and the other partner doesn't. If the other partner sees that you have found yourself and you're evolving, right, how, how, how would that make you feel? That can open a scar up to your partner and and and. Contribute to the toxicity of that relationship because they will always pull you down. They they might have been scarred for so long coming into the relationship that that's all they know how to do is 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 to to rip someone down. But if that partner starts to evolve, if you can no longer hold that partner down and he and and that person he or she is just naturally like growing and evolving, then that toxic toxicity will always be there and it will grow bigger and bigger and bigger against your partner and and it will spill into the family and it will eventually affect your partner you know what i mean it can eventually get to your partner and 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 contaminate him him or her you know what i mean so so those are things in relationships like that contribute to that toxicity and if it's worth it to to keep handling that is that that those are like notes to know all these things that 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 it takes to raise a family in this day of age, in a young age, with a woman and a and, and a man, a young woman and a man, and and dealing with each other, dealing with themselves, and dealing with their kids, it's a juggle. It's a juggle, and it's like juggling knives. You know what I mean? You gonna get stabbed by one of them, or get stabbed with all of them. It just depends on how you want to use that hurt and that pain. Right, Miss Smith? You got you got anything, you want anything to touch on that?
1: <clears throat> I think. That we touched the majority of it. <laughs> but so it leads us to the last and final thing. Okay. Um is there a life after a breakup? And and we're specifically talking about a breakup between a man and a woman who are who, who raised a family together. Right. Like how it's not the normal breakup where you just go your separate ways right. and never see them again. Right. Now you broke up with someone that you have to see constantly, right. who you gotta co-parent children with and keep it cordial at the same time.
0: Right. Um first thing I think about of that is that you have to make sure you drop everything. Everything that you held in that relationship, if you know it cannot work no more, if you know that it is it is done and it's and it it's gone, you have to drop it all there. Nothing can continue on or it will spill into your next relationship if you believe that there is a life after the breakup. If you don't believe there's a life after the breakup, then you're still holding baggage. You know what I mean? You're still holding on. If you do see a future after the breakup, then you need to make sure that all of that shit is dead and all of it is dropped right there. Then you can fully feel the weight off of your, your shoulders and and, and 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 you dropped all your luggage that's the only way you can truly be inspired to say, I know there's a future out there. You know what I mean? I tried. Whatever, whatever the case may be, whatever your story is, you can say, you know what? All right. That's cool. Now let's move on.
1: I think that the people who don't see a life after the breakup, they go into a spin cycle. right? And exactly what we touched upon this whole broadcast is that they're going to go and go back to the cycle of breaking up after the breakup and keep going and trying and trying because they don't see a life there. And that's why this is a, this is why we're touching upon this because there is a life after. And for women specifically, I know that it's it's harder on us because we stay with the children. And one thing we end up becoming is bitter and we don't grow from the situation. And it leads to, A toxic toxic co-parenting. we start using the children as pawns to get back at our ex. But what are we doing? Are we moving on in life or are we just stuck where we're at and we'll never find peace at that point of our lives? So I know for a woman, if you want to find a life after a breakup, you build from that point on. You allow the children to have that relationship with the father. Right. You focus on you. And you try to grow yourself as a person and you heal because a lot of the time we take the bulk of raising the family with the man, you know, and we lose ourselves in the relationship. Right. I think at the point of the breakup is when you start focusing on yourself and you ask for that help from the father. That's what he's there for. And I think a lot of today women get really ugly and they try to use the child to get back because- They're so unhappy because the breakup happened. But you were unhappy anyways with all the breakups and all the fighting and all of that. So it's like there's no medium. So to me, I think a woman needs to find herself in that process because it's totally different for a man. Is it? It's totally different for a man, right?
0: What do you mean it's totally different?
1: Because just like I was saying, we we hold the burden of the children afterwards. And then we end up using them against you because... We feel that it's not fair. Yeah, yeah. But how is it from your standpoint when you lose your family? What is it? What is the struggle for a man who now has to go from a family to a single man?
0: <sighs> routines, routines is for me. Habits, things that you do all the time. If you're so used to, if you've been with your kids from 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 since since the womb, from the doctor's room and, until they to, until they're thirteen or fourteen. There's ritual. There's the, there's the habits and routines that that you are, you're accustomed to with them. You're used to seeing their face all the time. You know what I mean. You're you're used to going to say good night and kissing that, and you're used to going to say good morning, bringing them to school. You know what I mean. Doing all those natural things. Repetitiveness like with all kids. If you're so in tune with your kids and you know how they act, they move just like you. You guys move as a unit. You take that away from a man, yo, that that can break him. You know I mean this is a man that is fully functional and involved with his kids. I'm not talking about there's a lot of fathers that are out there that are not in tune and, and I'm not saying that they don't love them, but if, the, if there is a father out there that is totally 100% in tune with their children, I'm telling you to be away from them hurts. So, it, it it hurts and and that's the perspective is you have to learn to deal with that hurt and and that's another thing that you have to 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 be like you got to deal with the fact that all right, we're not together no more. I'm single. I'm away from that. I have to get used to this, and so do they. Like the kids have to too, because once they they're going to go through their pain and hurt, and you're going to be hurt because they're going through pain and hurt. But they have to go that go through that to know that me and me and your mother or you know what I mean, we're not together no more. So the quicker you know that, the quicker we can be happy again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not with your mama. That's cool. Daddy, daddy's right here, but. You know what I mean? I'll still have that love and I'll still be there for you. And those are just the pains that that I believe a man goes through when when he's separated from his family.
1: So what do you recommend a man do?
0: Personally, honestly, (laughs) pray. Pray. I think prayer is so powerful. You know what I mean? You got to pray. Pray sounds corny to some people, but it don't have to be spiritual. It could just be like meditation. You know what I mean? It could be anything of just finding something inside and you just constantly pulling a positive energy from somewhere and you just you just keep replaying it in your head and, and, and hope and faith. Those things are like you hope and you, you have faith that things will be right, that this pain won't be there for that long. It's just there for for a little while and that um you, you will have faith that in the end, it, it'll come out the way it's supposed to be. You know what I mean?
1: But... Another thing to that that I would recommend is to reassure the children as a man. Let them know I'm not gone. Right. I will always be here. Although we're not together, I'm always going to be with you guys. You know, I think that that's huge to make sure that the children know that and that they feel secure during this hard time until you figure things out. Because it sounds like you got to break routine and rituals and get used to being alone now. Where you before had the family aspect. Right. And my recommendation for women, like what I think if they want a life after is, you know, don't block that love of a child and their father. Keep that open because it only hurts you and your child in the process. And for men, please don't turn around and try to make the woman pay by not coming for the children. You know what I mean? So it goes both ways. Just if you guys can find peace in this breakup, I think that everything will be fine. And that's how you find a life after a breakup.
0: Right. And I, I, I want to touch on that. And I want to touch on because um, we, we're we always talking about the the your individual self, the the woman's, you know what I mean? The mother, the father, themselves, how how they're supposed to grow as individuals, how they're supposed to grow in a relationship together. Um, how they're supposed to be a mother and father and help the kids grow, but the kids themselves is a whole different monster. Like, How do you even, their perspective of it all, how are they handling the breakup? How do they feel that their dad's not there no more or their mother's gone? You know what I mean? How, yeah, that's like an, a whole different perspective and point of view that we don't acknowledge because we're so infatuated and involved with ourselves and, oh, he don't love me or he's not giving me sex or he doesn't, you know, we can't communicate, but in all of it the kids are just standing there in limbo looking at you right like like what the hell's going on yeah yeah we're good mothers we love them but how do they feel what what what's their point of view you know what I mean especially if they get into the teenage stages like that they're not dumb you know what I mean they see they see things if 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 a relationship is so toxic like what is that telling to them you know what I mean that how does that affect them how is that gonna affect them in their lives? You know what I mean? The, the, those are things too that we gotta consider that we don't, cause we're so blindly in our own our own storm that we're like, whatever. You know what I mean? We're we're just like, let's just let's just do it. And what? Do you have anything else to to add upon that? Cause I I I wanna add, I wanna touch on something real quick. Cause I'm a sexual guy, so I wanna touch on the sexual parts of a relationship of a mother and father and how hard it is to try to to try to sustain a sex a, a, a sexy relationship. Right. Because if you have kids and you got anybody that has like anybody that has more than two kids or has more than one kid knows that trying to, 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 to give your sexual satisfy your sexual needs because you can get it anytime morning, afternoon, night, whatever it may be. It is hard. You got locked doors. If you locking doors, they banging on the doors and all that stuff, and that's a turn off when you trying to get it in, and you hear "Daddy, I want some Cheerios" or you know, "I want some Lucky Charms." You know what I mean? Like, yo, that's a, how the hell are you supposed to? You know what I mean? That that's a just a big turn off, and 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 people, especially when you're young. When you're young, you started, yo, like you you're you're young, you still. You know what I mean? You're still in tune with your body. Everything is working. You guys are, your sex drive is, is to the maximum. So when you have kids like that, it's, it's hard and it is stressful. Because when you come home from a stressful night of work or a stressful day of work and all you want to do is be loved by your man or be loved by your woman. And you can't do it because you got to take someone to practice or you got to cook dinner or you got to do all this. and Or even if you do that and you come back home and you, you guys try to show sexual desire so you can't because you're ultimately drained. You you do that to a young couple and it will strain. It will it will cause stress. That stress needs to be relieved through sex. That's so that's
1: lack of intimacy.
0: The lack of intimacy. The lack of time for intimacy. You know what I mean? It's very close, a very small window. You know what I mean? What are you gonna do? Jump in a car and, and drive off and have sex in a car? Like that's what you that's not sexy. You know what I mean? That that's the reality of it. Oh, me and me and daddy gotta go. Boom, and then we gotta leave and go to a hotel room or something. You know what I mean? It shouldn't it shouldn't be like that.
1: So that's a huge trial and tribulation that families go through is yeah, well, the intimacy, intimacy the, part. The
0: intimacy part for, for the mother and father. I believe they need that to sustain a healthy relationship. You need to have intimacy and to always keep it afloat. That's another challenge for the man and the woman. And I believe it should be equally. Sometimes I feel like, and I'm going to take this from a man point, view. sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like the man always has to ignite the intimacy in, in a relationship like for like i'm going to bring it up cuz valentines day is coming up. I, valentines day should be equally leveled. It should be equally, you know what i mean? For years i always thought man it was always when when does a when does a man get to get showered? Why can't i get, you know what i mean? Some blue roses or something. Something manly. You know what i mean? It's like we always got to shower the women. It should be equal. I give you and you give me something. On, on my end it was always i always had to shower the woman. You know what i mean? That's fine. But after a while it's just like you know what I mean? It's just like Father's Day with the big piece of chicken. The fathers always get that's it. Here, Dad, happy Father's Day, big piece of chicken. You know what I'm saying? What a mother get bracelet. You know what I mean? She get roses and jewelry and all I get is the big piece of chicken. <laughs> I'm serious. I was like what the hell?
1: I agree with you on that. Honestly, I think that women should and should initiate and show their man that they're they're appreciated and right. that they are, you know. No. Sexy people, too, like men like that for some reason, mm-hmm. and it's changed a lot because it's those gender roles from back then that the man should do this and the woman should do that, but it's changed so much that I think that it should be equal and i I agree to that, and it kind of sucks that you know we're the ones raising the kids, so that's probably why half the time you're initiating the sex because it's a huge factor of the day for men where we're so focused on the kids. So that can be misconstrued. But I do agree that a woman should initiate and should shower a man with love and roles should be switched. You know, I agree mm-hmm. with that. And that's huge.
0: Right. All righty then. Was that our last subject?
1: Yeah. That was, was? a spontaneous subject, that actually. A,
0: oh, that was a spontaneous subject? All right. So we were we were just adding on, huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> so... That concludes our podcast for our first episode, The Breakup After The Breakup. This is the Family Man Podcast. This is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Our podcast touches on the trials and tribulations of maintaining a healthy relationship while raising a family in this day of age. Through every podcast, we will leave you with a positive quote. My quote is, love yourself, girl, because no one else will. Mrs. Smith?
1: All right. Mine is more, deeper. Okay. There's three C's in life. Choice, chance, and change. You must take the, you must make the choice to take the chance if you want anything in life to change.
0: Hey, hey. There you go. I hope you guys enjoyed our podcast. Um if you do, leave a comment and we will have our next episode coming up shortly. Thank you, y'all. Piskey Whiskey.